0: Do you have volume? I do now. Ah. 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 Uh Aha. Eh. E. It's going to take
1: a lot to drag me away from you. But tell us how you really feel. There's nothing that a hundred men or more can never do. All right. I, I wasn't so opposed, but let's try it again, shall we? Let's do it again. Hold on. Well, hold 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 the line. Hold, get for the gram. For the gram.
0: What
1: a rush You're exaggerating No, nah, uh, she got a bite at the back end
0: <laughs> uh, Welcome ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between I am Chibi My name's Rooster And this is After Two Tequila Shots, an opinion podcast Where we talk about whatever's going on in the world after taking two tequila shots It is uncensored Unfiltered Unpredictable Unrestrained by the laws of mortal coils But always
1: distilled, distilled. Let's go people how goes it, uh, Chibonaru? You know, I'll be real honest. Th-
0: this week has been a long month. Tell me about it. It just—it's just been like I can't believe we're. Uh, it's barely Friday. We record this on Fridays, so like I can't believe it's barely Friday. I can't believe all the stuff that happened this week, um, and how long this week felt, and everything that went down, and I'm never. Been more looking forward to a long weekend than I am right now. So, doing nothing, doing nothing. That's cool. Might might go to Blue Bonnet Cafe. Oh, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, let them know. Uh, Blue Bonnet Cafe is this nice little cafe in Marble Falls. It's been there since the dawn of Marble Falls. Since the dawn
1: of, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Texas. Since
0: the dawn of Texas. And if you're looking for some like good country southern. Diner cooking. Diner cooking, like a chicken fried steak or something like that. Like, this is where you go get it.
1: And pies. Pies. Their pies are amazing. Poi? Yeah, Poi? They got amazing pies. why Yeah. Love uh, them. And Marble Falls is beautiful and scenic. It's a great little the, place to go the to. The Texas Hill Country. Yeah.
0: As they call it. I had to explain to my boss what the Texas Hill Country was, because he didn't know. Where is he from? Paris. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's French, lives in New York City. Currently in Brazil, in Sao Paulo. And I was like, what are you doing in Brazil other than living your best life? He's like, that. Yeah. I'm going to be here for two months just because. I'm okay, like, right on. Go you. Go you. Uh, Anywho, my name is Chibi. I'm a poet, producer, publisher, and community organizer. And
1: I'm just going to say it. American
0: fiction is not getting the attention that it deserves.
1: You have mentioned this to me personally, so I got to go get all my shit you this do. weekend. You do.
0: Is It is belly chuckle laugh goodness like so so funny but also Poignant. like will make you cry mm-hmm. you know but also uh jeffrey rush is acting his ass off jeffrey right right jeffrey, jeffrey rush, rush is also yeah, acts, yeah can act his it. ass off that's the tequila sure. um the writing is incredible this is the writer director's first feature film and it's Kudos just like you nailed it yeah um so i'm just gonna say that if you don't know, what the, do you know what the movie's about? Yes. Okay. But do you want to explain it to the listeners or no? No, I just want you to go fucking see it and trust my judgment. Go fucking see it. It
1: going to be goddamn good. You. My name is Rooster. I am a uh, once in a while podcaster and poet and community person. Uh, bro, I was, same with you, this has just been a really long week um i know because you were on the doorsteps of death i saw the light calling (laughs) to me uh from the other side but the ghost of roddy roddy piper said no friend go back (laughs) and i was like bet you got it rod Uh um but no yeah like monday and i know we're gonna talk a little bit about awp but uh i came back from kansas city on on sunday and uh, everything was Gucci until Monday. And then... <laughs> when no, whatever you caught at AWP. And yeah, Tuesday, I was just... Oh, that was it was a mess. And same with Wednesday. And Thursday kind of sp- got some spry back okay. in me. I like uh, spry. But today is, yeah, kind of my first day alive. Mm-hmm. So glad to be alive.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, and I bring you back from the doors of death with this...
1: Doors uh, of death.
0: With apparently a whack-ass tequila un- under your yeah we were having this conversation offline before we started recording the pod but we are at this point where we're going to the liquor store and all of the middle of the road tequilas are like zone of hey that's what we need uh but are also tequilas we've tried so we're running out of middle of the road options and we'll either have to bring back options which is not our ideal world or we'll have to go to cheap-ass tequila, which is a less <coughs> ideal Back world. Back to Whisk-quila. Oh, fuck no. Uh, or we'll have to start splurging our more expensive tequilas, which is where you, dear listener, come in. Yeah, sell cocaine and send us the money. Send us the money. Alright. Uh, but let's talk about this. This is a blanco. I, I bought this one um, mostly because the logo looked cute. The label looked cute. It's What's called La Historia de Nosotros hey. Tequila. For those of you that don't speak Spanish, fuck you. Um, <laughs> so what do you like about it? You know, you know, art, artisan distilled tequila blanco hecho en México. Nosotros enjoyed by... Oh, it has a little blank space so you can write who's drinking the tequila. That's cute. That's cute. That's why people shit, though. It, it totally is. Um, you know, I don't typically like blanco tequila.
1: True. But this one... Smooth. Very sweet. I think that's yeah. Very sweet. It's leaving like this almost too uh, like like Splenda s- sweet yes. love. Not even like actual like agave sweet. It's 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 almost like synthetic. Yeah. I'll give you that. And then th- what I don't like is I always love the burn at the front. I don't like the burn in the back. Um. So what I hate and what I mean is when I when I drink any shot, I, I don't care if it burns when I hit it. And I'm like, Ugh. I hate when I hit it, it's smooth. Give it two seconds. And then. And then. Uh, yeah. No, this definitely has that. Uh, and then it's, it's like, just all ethanol
0: on the. ah! Uh, the lingering sweetness is kind of doing something. Not a good thing. Unpleasant.
1: i am uh, You can, you know, rate it on a scale of one to ten. I'm putting it on a scale of one to ass. And to me, it is ass. <laughs> but All right. Well, uh, on that. where are you at on it? You're like, <laughs> eh, middle of the road. Yeah. If, if Would you have this on your um, tequila shelf and be proud? No. Then N- fuck this tequila, no. man. We're not playing politics. If they're I not paying
0: us. But I wouldn't say no to it. Well you wouldn't say no to a lot of tequila. That's not true. Okay. <laughs>
1: I mean, if it wasn't Whiskila, like... I,
0: I will say no to Whiskila. Yes. I will say no to um, Jose Cuervo Especial. Oh. I will say no Bougie. to <laughs> <laughs> I will say no to anything in a plastic jug. In Shit. A, in a labeled plastic jug. If it's unlabeled and in a mm. plastic jug, okay, it's going down. Right. Okay. Um, so Yeah. Cool. She's not bad. All right. Well, switching
1: uh, gears, let's get into the news, y'all. Major news event recap of the week.
0: And if we're being honest, it's a major news event recap of the past two weeks (sighs) uh, because we didn't record an episode last week because Rooster was at AWP. Yes, the Association of Writers and Writing Programs. Tell us. Friend oh friend and nerd of nerds, yeah, fam of fam because there was a lot of fam, a lot of fam at AWP em. this year. How right was into
1: Felita Hicks, yes. shout out to them. Yes, always welcome on the pod. Uh, Vocab, our homie was there, always in full effect. Uh, oh, half of Southern Fried, like uh, yeah, at least. Then uh, a lot of Texas poets, a lot of San Antonio poets specifically. Mm. Um, I mean, we even Joaquin Zuatanejo was out there. Mm-hmm. It was it was lovely to see. I think. AwP raised the Latino and Mexican population of Kansas City up by like 700 <laughs> percent uh we were in we were in there but we were the only ones in the in there for like th- that window yeah um the conference was fine I mean I'm I, I'm not gonna lie I can't sugarcoat it well, I do have to, like, off top. call it. Call it. (sighs) Well, no, off top, I got to give, we got to send whatever, feelings, condolences to Kansas City after that shooting that happened Yes, uh, over their Super Bowl victory, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, but, uh, uh, which, you know, thankfully I wasn't there for. But, uh, man, it was, dude, Kansas City, I, the way I kind of, like, looked at it was like, it's very pure Americana, Mm. meaning Like every restaurant is burgers, French fries, Mm. cheeseburgers, cheese fries, garlic (laughs) burger, garlic fries, and then a random quesadilla. Okay, (laughs) and and all these restaurants, and I was just like, "Can I get any? Like, there's no, they don't have barbecue?" I thought, "No." but that's the other thing. It's like it's it's so it's either that or barbecue, barbecue, and I'm not gonna say I was disappointed with Kansas City barbecue. But I'm from Texas, yeah, so yes, you it, were it, it holds mu- it, it holds weight, you know over Carolina barbecue <sighs> no, oh,
2: not for me
0: wow yeah. i I've never had a Kansas City barbecue, so I can't tell you I have had Memphis I love, barbecue
1: Memphis is actually an underrated that's
0: that's up there up there, and I've had Carolina's barbecue, and that is ass, yeah, is in my opinion, come for me, yeah. Love Carolinians. 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 Uh, Carlins. Carlins. <laughs> Seafolk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but not your barbecue, sorry. Um,
1: conference well, at Stuff? The conference, it was moving and grooving, some good panels, some good. Uh, tabling love to see uh shout out to nashing teeth publishers uh nashing teeth press they, they kind of ran into me and in vocab and we're like oh we know who you are from san antonio like we love y'all we're like we love i love you mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. couple other you know texas uh uh public press i think their name is damn uh our friends at adobe uh,
0: abode abode
1: damn <laughs>
3: It's okay. yes. It happens yeah, all the happens time. All the time.
0: Literally, just interviewed Diamond for our other podcast, Words and Shit, and she was saying, "Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, abode, even press. with our own like staff members." <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I saw Flower Song was there doing yeah. their thing.
1: Ador uh, was in the house. Obviously, Seth Deep
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. So, um, cool. and then uh, Vic. Uh, Victoria, Venezuela, and um, the 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 big homie Vinnie Cooper was in the the the, the, the building. So, um, but yeah, it was a good time. Glad to have gone. And next year, Los Angeles. Yes, we're going. Yeah, that's the plan. So we planning now. So, writers, shout out to y'all. Um, we always appreciate y'all.
0: Now, while Rooster was over there rubbing elbows with the likes of writers most of you have probably never heard of uh, and Felita getting uh, selfies with Andre 3000, mm-hmm. I was watching the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the Grammys? Did you catch any recaps? Do you know anything about what went down
1: at the Grammys? I heard, I I caught a lot of podcasts that talked about the Grammys. Okay. Um, Let's see. Notable performances. I did not see any of the performances. So you tell me about the performances.
0: So first of all, when they said Luke Combs was going to sing Fast Car, I wanted to throw something at my TV. Well, because he fell for the trick. But then. You knew Tracy was coming. curtain came up. And there was Tracy with Luke Combs. Of course.
1: We didn't know. it wasn't. It,
0: it wasn't announced. We well, We hoped
1: in our heart of hearts. Yeah, they knew what the people needed. Yes, and they gave they what the needed. They needed to see Tracy Chapman in all her gloriousness. Yeah. Still got the pipe, still looking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, uh crushing it with uh one of the songs of of all time uh yes never do it at a karaoke it's oh it's yeah never please n- ever do this this is fast car is never the song <laughs> like fast car might not even be the song for a bar like when mm-hmm. everyone's in a good happy mood like no. just play friends in low places yeah yeah please or or can. toto's africa yeah. yeah
0: yeah absolutely uh i also thought billy eilish Doing this very demure, you know, she was singing the Barbie song, What Was I Made For, was sure. actually really, really wonderful and and interesting to see that side of Billie Eilish. Um,
1: Dua Lipa was fine. Joni Mitchell came out of uh, retirement. Yeah, that was... I'm cool with Joni. That was... I, I'm cool with Joni. I don't think this needed to happen. Okay. She so just, overall, you would rank the performances as an A+. Ah! would
0: rank them as a B+. Okay. It was not my my favorite Grammy performances. Billy Joel also was just... Um, Are you a Billy Joel head? I, I'm not a Billy Joel head, but I'm a fan of Billy Joel music. Like two songs, maybe okay. three. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and this apparently was the first song that he wrote in like 30 years. He um, hasn't written a new song for it, 30 it, it, this years. This motherfucker hasn't had to. Exactly, right? And uh, this was it. And I was like, hmm. I guess that's why yeah. um, Miley Cyrus, though,
1: I heard uh, I saw clips of Miley and it was from what I the word is. And you can let me know if I'm on base with this was that uh, Miley kind of had almost like a coming out moment where it was like, hey, recognize I was a Disney Hannah Montana. I was sort of went through some crazy shit, but I got pipes mm-hmm. and I make some quality music some quality fucking music and you know
0: what fuck harry styles is that who she was dating i forget i have no idea <laughs> okay well uh she was giving me full-on tina turner realness Ooh. with this like dress that was just like seven feet of legs Ooh. and then the hair and then even the movement she was doing was very tina S, like mm, 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 you know sure. strutting her stuff uh and then threw the mic on the ground at the very end um I loved that Annie Lennox can do no wrong in my heart. Especially
1: and, uh, covering the Sinead O'Connor
0: song "Recipe mm-hmm, Sinead," mm-hmm. that was very emotional, very moving. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, meh. Uh, John Batiste doing "Ain't No Sunshine." Also during the um, in memorandum section was amazing too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, a, a B plus I would say. Cool. Uh, in terms of the performances, now. You have some knowledge to drop on the people. That's right. Cause I when I say I watched the Grammys, I watched all of the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Right? The the pre-show and then the, the pre telecast where they give out ninety percent of the awards to all the people that you don't actually know, or they're only a select handful of
1: nodes. The guy who hits this knob yeah, and while the, recording. And
0: then the like four hour main show yeah. wherein like your A-list superstars are at. And so Best Triangle Performance. <clears throat> let's talk about
3: <clears throat> the Michael
0: rap, Render, the rap category, yeah, also known as Killer Mike, Killer Kill from Adamsville. What up? So Killer Mike was nominating in all three of the um. <clears throat> rap categories and won all three of the rap categories and was just like and like went crazy on stage like with the celebration because it was like back to back right like he went up the first time won went to the backstage and then ran back on I won again Mm. was losing his shit and then was immediately arrested yeah yeah and if that's not
1: the most rap Grammy moment of all time true uh, actually no the most rap Grammy (laughs) moment of all time you you don't know what it is probably not but old Dirty Bastard going up on stage during the Grammys when I think her name was Shauna Cole, who did the song in the 90s called Sonny Came Home, mm-hmm. uh, won her Grammy Award. <laughs> and out of nowhere, We may have to play the clip. Old Dirty Bastard just comes on stage, gets the mic. This is Uh pre-Kanye. And was like, hey, I just got to make an announcement because I don't even know who won. I think Puffy won like Best Rap Award or whatever. says, listen, while, yes, you know, Puffy might have got the Grammys. Remember, Wu-Tang is for the children. And that's why (laughs) Wu-Tang for the children kind of became a thing. And then left and then yeah, Shauna Cole got her award and was just very baffled. <laughs> very, but that very. was the most hip hop. All right,
0: all right. Well, this is up there. This is up there. This number is two. up there. And we
1: don't want to see Killer Mike incarcerated. he's, no. he's, he's good. People. No, no.
0: But this uh, this album seemed like it was it was a long time coming. You
1: know. Well, he won an award, one Grammy previously for the whole war, the whole world for with Run the Jewels or a solo project. No, with Outkast oh. because he got his start with Outkast uh. early on. I'm, I've been a, a Mike <laughs> fan for a minute. I um, only just saw him on. The the Daily Show this week. Oh, it's all good, and that's where I got all my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and this album is—it's—it's—it's—and maybe this is where the conversation can go a little bit. Is one of the things I, I saw in the, the the discussion about the Grammys had to do with the fact that a lot of the winners were older, sort of mm-hmm. generational mm-hmm. talents, and you're not seeing a lot of the newer acts breaking through. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things I don't know if you saw this on social media was when Killer Mike won. Um, the The rap awards. Many young people were like, "Who the fuck is Killer Mike?" Ah, Um, because can you pull up the list of who was nominated? Yes, I can. Let's
3: see, Grammy 2024
0: rap album of the year. Yeah, let's just look at the album of the year.
1: Um, We got Baby Keem. No idea. Black Thought. No idea. Oh, you don't know who Black Thought. Black Todd's been around for a minute. But you have Drake and 21 Savage. Uh-huh. You have uh, Baby Keem with Kendrick Lamar. And then you have Coyle Ray. And Coyler Ray's been kind of making noise. Mm-hmm. Um, best melodic rap performance. So Lil Durk is kind of a thing. Uh, Lil Durk, I guess, won that one. But, yeah, he wasn't in that one. And then over here, Nas, Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tra- Metro Boomin is a big deal. Drake and Twenty One Savage, and so to have Killer Mike win it, it it threw a lot of people off. And then even under the Best Rap Song, uh, looking at the lists of nominees, you have another Drake and Twenty One Savage. You have a little Uzi Vert song. You have Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice and a Doja Cat song. And what ends up winning? It's a song with uh, Killer Mike and Andre 3000.
0: Flex. <sighs>
1: yeah. So cool. uh, a lot of the the youngins had no idea. Like they're they're too into the Dojas and mm-hmm. the Nickies and such. And I you know I get it. And here's this OG just coming through. And being and like, it's put, mine put now. 500K of his own money and was like, look, I'm going to put my heart into this album. And it's proven fortuitous. And he did. But so,
0: the internet had things to say, as the internet always
1: does. I think, I think we're in an interesting phase of the internet where there's the lovely nostalgia for the past. Where when we, you have like Gen Zers specifically, and then even a few Gen Alphas. Who love that we love, you know, dance songs from the 90s, like <laughs> Shares Believe or something like that. And Kylie Minogue. Yeah, Kylie la, la, la. All that kind of jazz. But um, but um. Yeah. And and then you have it where it, it does get complicated, where there's there's still some gems out there that are out here working, like a black dot, like Run the Jewels, like Killer Mike, uh, you know, that that can still create on a high enough level to receive recognition. And they're just like, wait, this isn't supposed to, I was like, no, it, it does. And, and, and I think, you know, I would love to see the new acts Mm -hmm. rise to, 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 um, the creative Mm -hmm. experience that, yeah. And that was, that
0: that was also kind of Miley's, uh, perspective on it too. Cause like Miley Cyrus has been making music for, over a decade, right? For a very long time. Uh, and this one was the one that she said that like, when I finally said, fuck what everybody else thinks, I'm just going to write what I feel. And, you know, I'm not interested in winning an award. I'm not interested. in it, I'm just doing this for myself.
1: And she went to see awards, right? Yeah. Did you ever see that Black Mirror episode with Miley? Yes. I actually thought that was good. That's actually the one time... First time, I'll say, because I just I'm not in Miley's age demographic at all. At all. I mean, even sexuality when, demographic. Yeah. S- summer. What was it? Summer USA.
0: Yeah, that one. Yeah. I wasn't into Miley then. Either. Sure. This this new phase of Miley, I'm like, okay, I think I like you. I need to figure it out, like, because yeah. I mean, respect.
1: You know, she,
0: all us bitches are getting old. Mm-hmm. She did this rock album that is actually pretty fantastic. Cool. Pretty fantastic. Rhymes. Um, but see, Speaking of the internet being all a Twitter, let's talk about the spoken word category. category. Um, spoken word cat. did you listen to any of these? No, I
1: didn't have a chance. Okay. But I know uh, some names on there. Like, I, I think we talked about it last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big fan of uh, Asia Monet mm-hmm. and props to Queen Sheba. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Powell, respect, and then respect to Jay Ivey. But Jay Ivey with the uh, album The Light Inside won. It won. And uh, it caused some of the verses mm-hmm. on social medias. The homie Roscoe Burnham. I can't oh. believe I said it caused some verses. That's the tequila <laughs> talking. <laughs> Fuck me in the face. Jesus, this pot is over. <laughs> All right, the, you lay it out. The
0: homie Roscoe Burnham, uh, who's a oh, friend of the pod. Always welcome on the pod. Always welcome. So J.I.V. wins for the second time in a row. He advocated for this category. He created the category and um, he won year one and he won year two. There was some some commotion about him winning a second time. And I've said this on the pod before. I say it on the pod again, the production quality of his albums is top notch. It is crisp. It is clean. It is profesh (laughs) but it's not spoken word it's hip hop and so Roscoe made a post about this on Facebook being like really J.I.V. again question mark and that caused a firestorm Facebook a kerfuffle a kerfuffle and he came back being like to be clear I respect J.I.V. and what he does and I think what he did was great but again and so I think what what we're seeing it's a new album though right it is a new album yeah I think the the issue is that homies like myself, or let's say Orozco, or let's say you know Sean Williams and Prentice Powell, who apparently don't even have Wikipedia pages about them, well, as they should, uh, as they should, don't have the access and the resources that a J.I.V. does. That a J.I.V. does. And again, to be fair, because of all the years that he has been working in the industry, and making Chicago, those connections like and, shout
1: out to Nate Marshall, shout yeah. out to Jose Olivares, like yeah. Chicago, louder than a bomb came from there. Yeah, they got a lot of years getting connected in in in, in solid ways, mm-hmm. and and I think to your point about the uh, connected connectivity,
3: mm-hmm. connections,
1: uh, connections, networking. One of my favorite things that I always wonder and 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 especially with poets that I find hilarious is oftentimes you'll hear the point is not the points the point is the poem <laughs> and then Everyone gets in their fucking fields when they don't got the points, <laughs> and this is just another example of that. It's like, so if it's I, if anyone has asked me, and I don't know if we've covered on this last season when this first came up, like getting the spoken word album, mm-hmm. but like in my opinion, I don't give a fuck about spoken word or poets getting any sort of look from the Grammys as a validating thing. Sure. It's not my shit. Like, I don't care if they happen to find something like the audiobook that we do or blah, 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 blah. And they like it enough that it gets an award. Fine. Mm. But like, I think that there is, it is going for a Grammy is its own Thing.
0: Yes. It's, it's, it requires months of campaigning and money. and
1: money and advertising
0: and then name recognition. Again, because most of the people that are voting on the spoken word category are not spoken word artists at all. It's just members of the academy and they're like, well, I don't know who Queen shiba
1: is. I don't know who Ajima Nay. J.I.V. I know that name. Cool. I'll vote for J.I.V. Yeah. They just might like that it's a simple name. I mean, like they don't. Yeah. Some, yeah like and again, they're, they're listening
0: to... to the album and thinking music. And J.I.V.'s delivering on that again. It is a hip hop album. I'm not. I'm not shying away from it either. And then they listen to something like. So Prentice Powell and Sean Williams, their album was a live taping of their one hour show. (laughs) Right. And so somebody on the recording academy that doesn't know anything about poetry or spoken word is going to listen to that and be like, well, where's the music?
1: It's like, it's a spoken word. It's album. a spoken word album. Okay. Yeah.
0: Or Aja Monet had this very like small house band kind of feel to it. It was just mm, exactly what her poetry needed. Right. If you had tried to put the kind of production that J.I.V. put in his work underneath uh, Aja Monet's poetry it would just wash it out. Yeah,
1: and clash. And so I think, you know, I think so let's talk about the the poetry community of it all. Mm-hmm. Do you with with the did do you think Roscoe got backlash or do you think there was healthy debate?
0: I did not dive into the comments too much. I from the sense of it all, I do believe people were Coming for Roscoe, just being like, oh, let the man have his flowers, God damn it. And he's like, I'm not saying that. Uh, right. So I think there was like a misunderstanding of sorts. I do also think that though it did from this did come a healthy education. So, homie Ed Maybury for the poetry community. Oh. Homie Ed Maybury, uh, who's always welcome on the pod, uh, is a member of the Recording Academy, is a longtime spoken word artist. Some would argue a goat. In the spoken word community, because he's won multiple titles repeatedly. The Ric Flair this thing. The Ric Flair this thing. And, um, you know, did come out and was like, all right, ask me anything about the Grammys and I will answer to the best of my knowledge, right? And I, like dished out some good to know information if, like, you're seriously considering, like, I think I wanna go for a Grammy. The problem is, as kind of what, to what you were alluding to, is that now poets are looking at this and being like, I want a Grammy. And that should not be your motivation. Your motivation should be, I want to put the best work out there that I can put out, right? I want right. my message to be the, the Miley Cyrus of it all, right? And rather than chasing for awards, just say what you feel and like put your whole heart into it and try and make the best album that you could possibly make.
1: Mm-hmm. I I genuinely believe poets struggle with, and and it doesn't matter who you are, unless you are the top 05 percent of poetry, the Nikki Giovanni's, the Ada Limons, of the maybe Hanif Willis Abdurraqib mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the remaining ninety-nine point five percent of us always feel like, why don't we get our thing? Uh-huh. And I think that's a huge part of it is where these, we, 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 but I think poets have to come to terms with the fact like we chose a bastard art, man, like (laughs) we least lucrative art form you could possibly choose. Technology is literally erasing us off the fucking (laughs) map left and right. And, and we don't have any choice, but to like ride that wave or find a new strategy that's going to make people want to read books of poetry again, or come to poetry shows again and not stay home and binge. Netflix (laughs) or or stream something from Spotify Mm -hmm. and so when when Felita specifically was really behind the push to get poets to recognize like hey look the spoken word category this is what it is get your work in please it's necessary it's vital I do feel like it turned it may have turned into in in the community Mm -hmm. this feeling of like a a, a goal rush Mm. like now we have our opportunity and it's like no And that's how I feel like, no, we never had an opportunity. Cause going back to where you were like, look at the Miley Cyrus of it all. You're doing it for the art. At the same time, Miley is an institution, Mm -hmm. the money and power behind her, the, the, the the corporations and record labels behind her—it's nothing compared to you know even an Ed Mabry, mm-hmm. like you know someone who is very skilled at what he does. Mm. He ain't got that backing, yeah. And and you're competing against that, yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just it's just that I think with art we're in this weird stagnant space, and I and I genuinely do feel that we're at an almost like existential point where. People are looking at the art that they're receiving, and most of the time it's synthetic ass. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, why is this the best that we're getting?" And it's because it's formulaic. It's derived by like algorithms, and what's going to like cross, you know, mm-hmm. different genre, uh, uh, uh audiences yeah all that type of thing um it's shorter it's trying to be catchier. it's trying to be something that can go on tiktok and and not like live as something that's going to be culturally moving for an individual for a long for their entire lives Mm -hmm. so like i i understand why the average person thinks that most of this shit sucks but i i think as artists we also have to understand that like Are we against that in the sense – in direct conflict, I should say? Like we're obviously against it, but like are we in actual direct conflict against these greater forces Mm -hmm. or are we in charge of the space that we occupy? Mm -hmm. Because if we just cultivate the space we occupy, we can make it whatever the fuck we want and we can champion ourselves. We can make our – why don't we have our own Grammys? Mm
0: I mean, you know, to, to a certain extent, we, that's what we've done with things like the Southern Fried Poetry Competition, with things like the River City Rumble, with things like even National Poetry Slam, like when I first started, right, uh, was about creating a space for us. Mm-hmm. And we like when we go to those things, like for a week, we are superstars, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, if you're doing your shit right.
1: Everyone's like, I saw you on Button. I saw you on this. And yeah. it's like, of course, because this is a whole this, area cultivated for that.
0: And, you know, so, yeah. To to your point, we don't have access to all that. And like you said, like, I don't give a shit about winning a Grammy. But if Miley Cyrus came to you and was like, hey, Rooster, I read your poetry. I really, really like it. I'd love for you to come perform on one of my tracks.
1: But that's two different things. So? I don't know what your question is. Would you say yes? <laughs> well, of course. But that's like saying, like, bro, if... If I won the lottery, like, there's a chance my next book might not be coming for, like, five years. You know what I mean? Like, it's just because, like, the situation has changed. No,
0: and and that's what I'm saying, that, like, a lot of these poets that were complaining about, like, a lack of access or, you know, like, well, it's because you got all these famous producers on your thing and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, if Killer Mike came to you and was like, hey— I'd like to produce your next album. I've heard your poetry.
1: Jay J- Ivy I- was on Kanye West's first record, Damn. or first like album. Yeah, and so like yeah, like it makes sense that it. And again, Chicago native Kanye West, like it, it you know built from that.
0: Mm-hmm. So nothing
1: wrong with that. Shouts to Jay Ivy and 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 poets. We gotta, bro. We don't have to represent the feels that we put in our <laughs> art all the time. Okay? Let's 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 come to like. A healthy space in 2024, Mm. y'all. Let's. Let's just do that.
0: All right. Speaking of again. uh, And healthy spaces. I don't don't know (laughs) if this is a very healthy space. Taylor Swift wins Album of the Year for the fourth time, making her the only artist to ever win Album of the Year four times. Over Michael Jackson, over Prince, over um, so many different people. Sure. Thoughts?
1: I, like I said, through. I don't give a fuck about the grant. And it's, I, and, and, but, I but but, know, wait, but, but, but I, when I say that, it's not to it's not to be reductive. It's not, I think that's the thing is it's like, we, we we get so up in our feelings about like, well, can you believe more than Prince? There's no fucking way. It's like, well, we know that. <laughs> but there's this institution that's different. Yeah. And, Did you hear about um, Jay-Z's speech? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, but but to be fair I don't think Beyoncé should have more you know Grammys than Prince or Michael Jackson like that's my fu- or I, Elton John I or- do
0: think Renaissance was a better album than whatever the fuck Taylor put out that year sure well oh, like, no, Harry Styles won that year. oh yeah, well, but, but
1: but that goes to the voting side of it too, because if you have Taylor and Beyonce and Harry Styles, and I think there was a few, one or two other good albums mm-hmm. that year, I think it's like weighted voting. So whoever is just kind of getting we consistent, talked about yeah, this last they year. go
0: up. Yes, how third place ends up winning. <laughs>
1: yeah, and exactly. And so I don't think that's Harry Styles' fault. But again, like I think when you have uh, this it, these institutions that are created to be the paragon of what is the best in music mm-hmm. we as not just not just as consumers but also as artists have to check ourselves and say but do they really represent
0: anything that we're about you are entirely right and i think you're speaking a little too eloquently for my liking right now i'm gonna need you to finish that i tequila can't shot. drink <laughs> this
2: horrible fucking
0: tequila Speaking of institutions, so the Grammy was two weeks ago. This one Uh, I've got some thoughts on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I did not watch the Grammys, however. Uh, So uh, two two Sundays ago was the Grammys. Last Sunday was the Super Bowl. I'll let you open the floor.
1: Uh, The San Francisco 49ers uh, were up against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs were listed as underdogs. San Francisco had a much better season. Uh, most of the first half was nothing but uh, bad football. A lot of people thought it boring and didn't really uh-huh. enjoy it much. Uh, second half, it went down to the wire so much so it went into overtime. And the young rookie, sens- well, he's not a rookie anymore, but the sensational quarterback uh, who many people are already giving the title of the greatest of all time uh, if he continues on in his uh, trajectory as it were. Patrick Mahomes brought the Kansas City Chiefs to the championship and took it from the mouth of the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City won. Um pfft. Let's talk about
2: Usher though.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because fuck all that. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't care. <laughs> okay.
2: Like, yeah, that happened. Um,
1: but like, we're talking that's about not, Usher. that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about uh, Usher. So Usher, uh, and to be fair, uh, A B C D.
0: F, what do you say? Uh, a, B, C, D, F. To be fair, w- uh, we didn't watch the Super Bowl or the halftime show in this house. We were busy karaoke and having our own living Super your Bowl halftime show in my living room. Uh, but I did watch it the next morning. Um, like we talked about last time, not, not a huge Usher fan just because I wasn't into it when he was big. I know some of his songs. Da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> get it. Um, but so Usher does not have an emotional... Resonization for me, but even then,
1: I thought that halftime show was kind of meh. Who's been better recently? Like not going back to like Prince, <laughs> right? Because did you like Rihanna's redact. last year?
0: I thought it. I only liked. She it. was
1: pregnant, be Goddamn.
0: <laughs> I I think I enjoyed it more because I did have like an emotional resonance with Rihanna's music. What about Beyonce? Um, I thought. The staging of Rihanna's was pretty amazing, right? Uh, I thought, which Beyonce, there was, there's the one
1: where she had like the formation, I think. I think so. I think I loved that one. Yeah. I think formation was actually better than ushers. I think a lot, so I think we, you and I oftentimes talk about cheat codes. Uh huh. I think the Super Bowl went for a cheat code 1,000%. They were like, you know, who should have had this? Maybe even 10 years ago? Mm-hmm.
0: Usher. Uh, sure. Well, the reason that he's doing it is because he has this new album that just came out. And, no. And, oh, so, sh- and so he's hoping yeah. that, you know, he can cash 15 in. million people that just saw him and either A, mm. forgot he was alive or B, didn't even know he existed are now like, who's this Usher fellow? Sure. Oh, he just dropped an album. Let me go listen to it, right? Yeah. It's free advertisement for him, essentially. Mm.
1: You, we kind of, I think, both agreed that it was meh. Yeah, it was meh. B-minus for me, C+. plus. Now, Alicia Keys' cape. See, this is how you know you're uh halftime show was meh. When people are analyzing the red beautiful piano oh, and your giant, the giant cape. Kate,
0: that, that moment was amazing. What wasn't was her first note. Have you heard about this? Yes. <laughs> but have you seen that they've edited it? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Sure. So that first note was flat as fuck. I mean Alicia Key It's kinda bad.
1: That's an institution I'm cool with the like yeah. The Alicia fact Keese, that they went back on.
0: and edited it for her was. She hit it wrong. Yeah. Real wrong. And I was like, eh, that was kind of. Okay. Whatever. um I don't know why this is under the Super Bowl. It happened at the Super Bowl. It was released at the Super Bowl. So Beyonce's coming back with a new album. Yeah. And it's a country album. Yeah. Have you heard the songs? Yes. Your thoughts?
1: So, well, before I – let me answer your question with a question. Do you like country music?
0: Not not historically,
1: uh, and I would say – You're like
0: I, a – I like maybe like – You like the karaoke songs. I maybe like 10% like, of country music. That's the
1: karaoke songs. Yeah. You like Neon Moon – you like Boots, Coop, uh, Boogie? No, 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 no. Do you that's, like that's uh, not Friends in Low Places?
0: I mean, fine. I'll uh, sing along. No, I'm talk- Tennessee Whiskey. Ten- yeah, Tennessee Whiskey, yeah, because I like to uh, sing. It's a good song to know. sing. I know but, my friends.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I would say, like, the, Carrie, the, the, the country music that Carrie I Carrie like. Underwood. <laughs> <laughs> the Carrie Underwood of it all. What's the country music that I like? I mean, I guess Johnny Cash is kind of sort of country. Oh, absolutely. I so, love, country. love Love Johnny Cash. Um, love some good old-school Reba. You know, I'll get behind that. Um, uh, uh, why are their names escaping me? It's a whole family of uh, country singers, women. Oh,
1: um, uh, the Judds? The
0: Judds, yes. Love the Judds. Love the Judds, you know, little Winona. Winona. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, uh, but I
1: skimmed the surface yeah. of, of country. So it was a Verizon commercial that Beyonce was in, but then also alluded to this new country album. And it sent the internet on fire. And that was kind of the point of the commercial. But here's where things get weird. And <laughs> kind of like in terms of the podcast, it, like we're getting into murky waters. So this don't, is. Don't come for us, Beehive. Please don't. Because we love Beyonce. Right. To be the, fair. Th- there's a lot of people who are have strong feelings all across the board. Country fans, um, the gays. It's a thing. <laughs> I've, this is what I've been reading, bro. So uh, the cis heteros, we're out of it. We ain't got no skin in the game. No skin whatsoever. Uh, Actually, I don't know. Maybe. Because there's probably a lot of cis,
0: hetero, white, redneck men that Mm. are not happy with Beyonce stepping into their territory. Right. Because this America. True. And what's a black woman doing in America?
1: Right. So there's been a lot of push from, like, I love country music. I don't like new country music because it's a lot of times... This weird blend of either pop, country, like in the vein of that um, kind of uh, not... Early Taylor Swift? No, no, no. Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. um, And then... um, Damn, what's her fucking name? Not Carrie Underwood. I lost it. Okay. Anywho. uh, And then you have sort of this... Other sort of like bar Toby Keith country, which Mm -hmm. Toby Keith died. Don't mark this. This isn't a moment of silence. This is, (laughs) we're not saying horrible things about Toby because we respect the dead. But, anywho. (laughs) uh, Then you have that sort of Toby Keith country music Uh uh uh, that's very, in a lot of ways, (laughs) one of my favorite artists of all time. um, Damn, he wrote uh, Copperhead Road, Steve... This is uh, Earl, Steve, Steve Earl. Earl, yeah. Uh, who wrote Copperhead Road? Said uh, the problem with a lot of this country music now is it's it's for white people who want to listen to rap, but they hate black people, and that's <laughs> what that is. And it's like, it, like, is yeah, it's the shit. He's completely right, and it's this horrible, shitty kind of country music. But there is still this sort of like, I don't know, like country music that's tied to americana roots Mm -hmm, and and mm -hmm. so forth that i genuinely love (laughs) and there's some black artists in there that are doing fantastic things
0: Mm
1: -hmm. back to the beyonce of it all so now that beyonce has act two allegedly of the renaissance project Mm -hmm. what i've been hearing from the bass fans is that this means that the first music was house music the second is country. And then she's coming for rock. And then she's coming for rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this reclamation of original black music mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I, however. I like the concept. In theory. Well, but see, this is where I, I struggle with it. However, go ahead. I Beyonce's country songs, to me, aren't country. Mm. And when people are like, well, they qualify because X, Y, and Z. It's like, you don't like vegetables or fruit. Right. For the most part. So if I if I gave you bacon in the shape of asparagus and you were like, I love this asparagus. It's like, friend, this is bacon. (laughs) And you're like, no, no, no. But it's asparagus. No, no, no. That's Beyonce doing country. Mm -hmm. Everything she does is Beyonce and props to that being the thing. Like she excels at it. She mm-hmm. is a cult of personality. Mm-hmm. Totally get it. But it's not sort of what country music has been. And then that's what I really worry about with if she were to or will do a rock album. Mm-hmm. Is like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Is she is it to trying to up and Led Zeppelin or you know Metallica or what? And like I don't think it she I don't think she is. I think what it's trying to do is just to say like when you say someone's reclaiming something, it's like, but for what purpose? Because if it's only for one album, then what the fuck does it matter?
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like,
1: it's like, cool, you you did it. But do you know who, like, Raina Roberts is, who's a fantastic black country artist and has been kind of on this shit that Beyonce has been on for a, a bit of time? Mm-hmm. There's so many other, like, amazing black country artists who who are now kind of, like... Trying to be kind and like put their hands up like, hey, we've been here. We've been here, yeah. But, you know.
0: Did you listen to the Dolly Parton rock album? No. Oh. It
1: was pretty good. Okay. But to. to I didn't th- listen to the Miley Cyrus rock album. <laughs> so. Well,
0: yeah. Because yeah, you. But yeah. this is Dolly. Sure. Okay. We're on this country kick. Sure, sure, sure. That, you know. Um Kind of similarly. It's it's Dolly doing rock. It's n- not a rock album, right? right? Um, and that that is. I heard the two songs that I think she's released so far, and I I will say the harmonies are on point. They're not bad, and and they're country harmonies, right? There's a, there's definitely a specific like there's key a twang sig- to them. There's a key signature to a sure. lot of country music that like, and this fits right in the vein of like it was giving me uh, the chicks harmonies, right? Yeah, very much so. Mm. So like, yes, it's a bit formulaic. Um, but you're right. I think for me, what I like, I've loved about the country music that I do listen to and fucks with is this like old school uh, country that like the song tells a story. Right. Mm-hmm. And takes you through an entire journey of like, you know, I went out and got drunk, came home. My wife, you know, slapped me and then burned the house down. And somehow I escaped. And then she came back and, you know, we uh, built a new house together. And now we live happily ever after.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. they the best.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Earl had
1: to die. Earl had to die. So uh, more to come. Again, we're not. Before we leave country, though, I have to tell one of my favorite country stories. So. OK. So uh,
0: just but, but before we go into your country story, just to be clear. We're not coming for Beyoncé. We,
1: we don't dislike Beyoncé. Yeah, do we respect shit. what Beyoncé does. And buy mm. her shit if you like it. But, yeah. I, but I will say this to the Beyoncé fans. If you don't like it, that's okay, that's too. That's okay, too. You don't have, like, let like re- Renaissance try. Like Renaissance for me
0: when it first came out, I wasn't digging it. And uh, I, immediately I realized, well, because it's not for me, right? Yeah. This is for a different audience that grew up with house music or didn't, you know, like... House music is embedded in their culture. And then the more I listened to it, I was like, this is actually a fucking amazing album. Well, and it's I'm like
1: when it. Lady Gaga did her duets with, what's his name? Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Yes. And, I mean, Tony Bennett's amazing. Yeah. But a lot of her fans got thrown the fuck off. They were like, "This is just this old guy? <laughs> it's like, that's Tony goddamn Bennett. Yeah. And it's like, well, why is she doing that? It's like, she wants to. Yeah. And she has the ability to do it. So you, let her. Did you know, what do you think about
0: Beyonce is like a, a token first date question for black women?
1: They ask dudes... This is apparently known in the dating world right now. I mean, I haven't dated uh, in ever, <laughs> in ever, and like I'm yeah, I'm a horrible not dater. This is something I learned about it's, myself over the years. I'd never go on dates. Uh, like I just meet women, and then before they know it, they're like, "I'm your girlfriend." It's like, yeah, surprise,
3: <laughs> bitch! Like,
1: got your ass. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this is like the question under the question
0: because how a guy answers that question uh, tells the girl, the woman, how a guy sees black
1: women. I, I completely see that. And it's, uh, it's an, it's, but a, let's, let's get anywho. beyond, but I think we need to get beyond that. Ask him what he thinks of Audrey Lord. <laughs> Ask him what he thinks about bell hooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's there go you there. Go. You there know, you go. Fuck it. Now your country story. Oh, uh, my, one of my favorite country songs of all time is Johnny Cash. And, and, and he was in a band called the Highwaymen. that had Chris Christofferson, uh, it had Waylon Jennings and it had Willie Nelson. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of the song is they're talking about in history, they're these, how they're these sort of rugged men who, you know, travel the trails and they work and then they die and they come back and how, and it's this, this, this interesting song about masculinity. It's, beautiful Mm -hmm. Uh, and and how like they build like the railroads and they build the fucking hoover dam and they sail across oceans and 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 how men literally kind of give up themselves to the earth and to 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 the universe uh to to just kind of exist and 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 it's, it's this song about being a highwayman and one of my favorite things of all time is me and my uncle would get drunk and he would swear that Johnny Cash, who gets the final verse of this song, freaked everyone the fuck out, because this is when Johnny may or may not have had a drug problem, (laughs) and so while Willie Johnny definitely had a drug problem. Oh, no, he did, but was it at this point in time? We don't know. So when when Willie Whalen and Chris Christopherson get through their sort of like seemingly normal country shit, Johnny comes in on some psychedelic shit that's very not Johnny Cash. He's like, I drove a starship. And he starts talking about like across the universe and I'll be a drop of rain and all this other shit. And, um, and like we just would drink and laugh our ass off because we're just imagining the other three of them like, what the fuck was Johnny on today? <laughs> it's like the most wild group P of all time. I fucking love the highway, man. Anyway, best in peace, Johnny Cash. Always welcome on the pod. Let's go ahead
0: and savor that moment of joy and uh, move on to another moment of joy. Uh, You brought this up. I think I've only seen the headlines, but tell us more about what's happening in New York. This happened today, so this is uh,
1: where dreams are made of. (laughs) Uh,
3: Concrete jungle where rich
0: orange assholes have to pay up.
1: So the uh, actual court. Ruling. Ruling. Thank you. (laughs) See, you did this. Yes. Um, Drink up (laughs) because we still got shit to talk about. I know. Uh, The court ruling that was happening in New York that was uh, really kind of at the heart of what many pundits were thinking was Donald Trump's biggest legal issue because he doesn't give a fuck about anything else this one was threatening his money and his ability to operate in New York City Uh, finally got ruled on uh, and Donald Trump has to pay uh, three over 350 million dollars in penalty in his fraud case and cannot conduct business in the real estate business in New York for three years (laughs) Which is
0: a bomb on him. I and I only gave that three air horns because three hundred and fifty feels low for a man like Donald Trump, and three years also feels low. But, but, but at the very least, it shows that he is not above the
2: law.
1: Well, when you couple that with the fact that he also owns Jane E Carroll forty eight million, nah. now you're looking at four hundred million. It's just all adding up for Let's this dude. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And it goes back to, to the pile. How Trump cultists the the delulu republicans uh-huh. will f- are they going to pay his legal bills as a keep mounting, 100 up- this is going to turn
0: into a uh campaign fundraiser email and it'll be like the left has come for us and now i need your help because when they come for me they're really coming for
1: you yeah that's all i know i'm just telling the truth witch hunt you have to listen to me witch hunt china do you want to know what he actually tweeted? <laughs> yes. It has been leaked all over the place to the fake news wait, media. Wait, wait,
0: wait! No, no, no! I need the I need the voice.
1: It has been leaked all over the place to the fake news media fake news this is all caps by the way (laughs) probably by the corrupt judge and or attorney general that a decision on the never used before for such purposes exclamation point (laughs) consumer fraud statute that has been illegally weaponized against me will be be released on Friday judge Goron wrongfully ruled against me before the trial even started said that Mar-a-Lago was only worth 18 million and was already overturned four times on appeal and a record the crooked judgment will be a dark and sad day for the justice system in new york state no damages no victims only success case already won on appeal witch hunt election interference wow (laughs) his tweets
0: always sound like those moments where where you're like just hit the center auto predict uh
1: button and see what comes out sir this is a wendy's
0: On the flip side of that, um, someone that maybe was indulging themselves in too much joy, the district attorney uh, for the case against Donald Trump in Georgia, this is the racketeering case, right? This is 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 not the uh, election fraud case. This is the election fraud case, not the Rico case. Okay. But isn't that the same one? It might be
1: the Rico case, but. uh, For election fraud, yeah. Look, man, this podcast—we drink a lot of tequila. Yeah, uh, and, of- and we should—maybe uh, we should have started with this. We went through Grammys, <laughs> yeah. and Super Bowl because we
0: can't talk about <laughs> politics sober on I mean, this podcast. All right, we fair. have to be at least four tequila shots fair. in.
1: <laughs> Fuck me, uh, let's go.
0: So the district attorney. Uh, is it, uh, potentially yeah going to be thrown out along with the lead prosecutor?
1: This be- could be fucked up because uh, she was getting her groove on allegedly. No, is she it's, it's okay. out there. Yeah, she was, but she hired her bootang.
0: The alleged part was that she was um, financially profiting,
1: and it's such a reach because it's literally the guy that she hired, who also was her bootang. Yes, which who hasn't. Hired their boo thing or just you know
0: office romance yeah Yeah, and apparently they were you know like they were they were dating before they started on this case right so like this was been this was a long-term case yes uh long-term commitment you know they might not be married but like they've been dating it's 2024
1: man you know let's
0: loosen up people i just i just love that moment where like she took the stand and was like y'all confused you think i'm on trial i'm not on trial they on trial that's right you done we done let's move on right
1: and Um, and at the end of the day like (laughs) you know who you fucking at the job really shouldn't diminish the quality of work at the job
0: uh-huh. or is in, it
1: bad yes yes let's slap some wrists let us let's, let's take a couple of days off let's
0: also um without pay it's one of those things where like we thought we didn't need to say this but um you shouldn't sleep with your employees damn i don't know if i agree or not. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 2024. Yeah. You should not be sleeping with your do employees. Do we have an
1: HR department for after <laughs> tequilas? We
0: do not. We might need to get lawyers, though. Shit. Um, we might need to get lawyers after this. Not the lawyers in Georgia, because they're too busy fucking to focus on the case. You know what was funny, though? This clip of when he was uh, being questioned. And I saw it. Yeah, I loved he, it. You know, uh, have you ever bought in a cabin for, what was her name? Fanny. Tequila. Yeah, for Fanny, I've bought a lot of cabins. Yeah. Did you ever buy a a cabin? That's a rider guy side piece.
1: Did you you buy a cabin for her? Also, that's the bigger lesson (laughs) for... Single people in America, understand this. The quality of situationship you're in, step your shit up. Because this man under oath was just just like bullets bouncing off Superman. Ping ping, 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 ping. Just like, I buy a lot of cabins. I buy a lot of cabins. Have you ever spent $60, over $60 on your girlfriend? Basically is the question. He's like, mm, sat there, five minutes, silence. Nope.
0: Can't <laughs> say I did. Can't say I did. Did she pay you back? Yes. In cash. But Your you don't, man you don't sl- have a deposit yeah. slip for this? No. You don't have a single deposit slip? No. What?
1: You're sure you don't? No. No. Why? I spent the money. Boom. Um, Done. That's a situation worth... All its weight in gold. And uh yeah, your man your situationship would sell you out for Kane's uh four piece. Yeah, but uh we are currently
0: in a situationship with all of America, so let's get into our next segment, which is called S- a Handful of
1: People Decide Twenty Twenty Four. Yeah. Okay. So much to cover.
0: (laughs) Okay. This is, this might be really brief. I just felt like mentioning it for anybody that maybe didn't see this because, you know, we might. Did we we miss
1: this over the last two weeks?
0: Yeah, this happened. So just just drop it. Nevada had two primaries for the Republican primary. They had their regular primary uh, that the state of Nevada said, we're not doing that anymore. We're going to have a caucus. And then they also had a caucus. In the primary, the one that you go and vote for, not the one that you stand around in a room full of strangers and debate, um, Trump was not on the ballot.
1: Yeah. Which is interesting. Nikki Haley
0: was on the ballot. Nikki Haley lost to none of the above. Yeah. None of the above was an option. Smoked her ass. Was an option and got like 58% of the votes. Yeah, Nikki ended up
1: with like 38 Nikki lost to no one. It tells you what's going on, man. And so, I... let's kind of segue this into the John Stewart of it all. Let, okay, let's let's. I do think that. this is all connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't you also explain what happened with John Stewart? Okay, so
0: after I don't know. You how... been a big John Stewart fan? I yeah, I was. Okay. I I used to watch uh, Daily Show Colbert Bigger Report. Than a Mike fan. One thousand. Okay, just double checking. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch uh, Daily Show Colbert Report back to back. I I was a fan of back in the day ah. when that was a thing. Um, even when Trevor Noah took it over, fan of the Daily Show, I would start my mornings by watching last night's episode. You know, True. just a little. You know, it was somebody who was it Danny Strack. Uh, always welcome on the pod. Ha- had a poem in which he referenced John Stewart. Uh in regards to like politics and how politics are so bad that we get our news from the daily show because we can't take,
1: Actual the, news, the cycles, news without yeah.
0: a joke to help us wash it down. Like the joke is the chaser to this shitty tequila uh, <laughs> that, that that we need. So um, Jon Stewart left The Daily Show. If you've been living under a rock, here's the quick recap. Went on, did a whole bunch of stuff, a lot of activism for 9-11 uh, first responders, had a show on Apple TV Plus that ran for like two seasons, but nobody watched it because Apple TV Plus is where famous people go to get forgotten. <laughs> um it was a good show. We miss you, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good show. It was the problem. No, it was a really good the show. The problem with Jon Stewart was really great. I loved it. Uh, and now, he, Trevor Noah has been out of the Daily Show for a year. They've been trying to find a new permanent replacement host. I don't know why they just don't, don't just go with Ronnie. He's clearly
2: <laughs> no. not
0: Ronnie Chang. Sorry, um, the other one. Como se llama? The white one. No. Uh, Jordan Klepper is great out in the field. Jordan the Klepper dude? is, yes. Oh, uh, I love
1: it. Well, he left, though. He left the show. He left, left, because they didn't give
0: him the job when they should have given him the job. I think you're right. Daily Show Correspondence. Um, oh, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, no, he's gone, gone. Host, reoccurring correspondence. They should have brought back Samantha B, too. Yeah, she was, so, she was fine. John Oliver. Roy Wood Jr. Yeah. That was the clear option. Don't know why they didn't go with that. So they just kept rotating. And now John Stewart is back, but only on Monday nights Yeah, to talk about politics.
1: How baller do you have to be
0: that you can only work your job once a week? Well, here's the thing, too. He's also executive producer. Fucking baller. You know, because he was like, I need to come back and write this ship. I worked for many years building this up into the thing that it was. And over the past year, y'all have made some really bad choices. So Plot
1: your dreams, people. (laughs) Get out of the fucking hamster wheel.
0: And some would say, this is Jon Stewart being like, oh, fuck, I'm not as, I don't know, famous or influential or like important or whatever as I used to be when I was on The Daily Show. So let me just go back to it. I
1: I disagree. I don't say that. Your thoughts? I think Jon Stewart, like... Haley's comment, so influential, had to leave. I think he had to leave because also, like, be clear for for anyone under the age of (laughs) 33, the Daily Show was almost appointment viewing for the stoners, for Mm -hmm. the people who went to bars, like... It was it was either Monday that or through sport, Thursday uh, at 10 p.m. Central. Central or 10. just they would play it like on repeat in the in the like 2 a.m. Ah. so it was either oh, yeah. that or Sports Center, and so you would have not just John Stewart, but John Stewart was at the hosting desk, but then you had Roy Woods, you had Jordan Klepper, but then you go back, you had Stephen Colbert, you had um say John Oliver, John Oliver, um then you had motherfucking um. Steven, oh, always says Stephen Colbert. What's a homeboy from The Office?
0: Uh, you ask me He's like I watched the, main, the Office. No, the
1: main dude. Steve Carell. Steve Carell got his start uh-huh. on The Daily, on the this Daily Show. This was the
0: launch pad to so many people. So many. And I think that's maybe why some people are saying like, ooh. Michelle Wolf. Um, because if you look at the main people that were like associated with The Daily Show, John Oliver, Ronnie Chan, Stephen, Stephen Colbert—they mm-hmm. have both gone on to produce highly successful mm-hmm. shows. And John Oliver, the no, John Oliver, John Stewart got Apple TV Plus.
1: Well, but I think, but like you said, he really did put—he has always put his money where his mouth is, mm-hmm. where. Conversely, And you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get controversial. Ooh, Bill Maher can eat a dick. Three thousand percent. Because so I think they were very similarly on this on on, on a track that of, of political punditry that was also com- comedic based and so on and so forth. But whereas Jon Stewart really synthesized what was happening and was very critical on of both sides, as, which, as he uh, should be, the theater of it all. You did have to this day, you have a Bill Maher who just starts getting less and less relevant Mm -hmm. and then attacks. Well, on the eat a
0: dick uh, um, of, it all. Of, a, of it all, it's because Bill Maher is eating his own dick <laughs> exactly. on the show. Exactly. Like, that's literally all he does is just give himself blowjobs.
1: Because Bill Maher doesn't understand why he doesn't connect to 19-year-olds no more. <laughs> it's like, dog, like, no one, and same with Dennis Miller. Like, do you even know who Dennis Miller is? No. Okay, he was a, another very political comedian of the 80s and 90s. My dad loved Dennis Miller and Bill Maher and a lot of these other comedians, and so, like, I was raised on that shit, but, like, as they got older, like, I said certain point like yeah 19 year olds don't want to fucking hear you they want to hear Hannibal Burris. Mm-hmm. they want to hear something new mm-hmm. and I'm sorry that you're not you're not George, George Carlin my guy yeah
0: like I've, in, I'm have yeah. i really curious as to what Bill Maher's actual skin looks like because I've never seen a man on TV wear such a thick layer of foundation and so
1: pasty so pasty like he fears the sun <laughs> fuck that guy but don't fuck that guy I am the knight <laughs> But uh, I think I think your thoughts on John Seward. Well, no, no. I I mean, that's that's really it is. is, I'm glad he's back. I think his return in the zeitgeist makes some people feel like this is a moment of actual we have to give a fuck. Yes. And for many, this election and, and his his first day back was very palate cleansing in oh, a so great much. way where he, so he says like, look, no one wants Joe Biden. <laughs> like he's not your favorite. Yeah. But, and, and I was thinking about this and I was like, oh, maybe I'll bring this up on the pod. But like what we're dealing with is, is, is sort of an entire cult of people who are looking to a strong man, fascist person who is emblematic of this idea of what their are struggles
3: mm-hmm.
1: um could could either one day achieve or can liberate them from um which it's not spoiler <laughs> alert uh, versus joe biden who everyone's like i i think and i and i'm gonna kind of use you as an example but like you do not like joe biden totally understand it i don't like joe biden but i think what he's doing is the job mm. he's not and I think that's his weird thing well, sometimes this is this is my this is where I have doubts is like is he doing the job he's doing the
0: or job or are other people doing the job and saying this was one of the points that Jon Stewart uh, well, brought up whole, in the yeah. show was like every time we see Joe Biden right he is old mm. he is fumbling over his words he can't remember shit but everyone around him is like no you should see him behind closed doors he is sharp as attack it's like well
1: can we get some footage of that well but that's the whole thing is sometimes in in the United States we have a problem in my opinion of putting pinning way too much on the sole president. Sure, it's yeah. It's the executive branch. branch. Yes. This motherfucker has a cabinet. Yes. You know what I'm saying. One of which got indicted. Got impeached <laughs> yeah. earlier this week. Yeah. Shout out to Mayorkas. Uh Alejandro um, Mallorca. Uh, rest, can, rest yeah, in peace. Yeah, you're welcome on the pod. Yeah. Just, like, come through and just bitch for yeah. like. Please. You got impeached. You, AKA, is halfway fired, <laughs> which is the dumbest <laughs> shit ever. Like, how you get halfway fired from a job? Yeah. Uh yeah. but 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 that's the thing is it's like it's it's a it's, it's a cabinet it's a branch and and but we like to I, I, I imagine that the president is the one guy and it's this weird american myth making thing of like you have dad at the front mm-hmm. like leading this whole thing and it's like no it's a it's a fucking he and there's no way one person can understand every single thing about global exactly. economics, the economics of everything. And that's why there's you a... have
0: cabinet members And because that's why you mean... are not the expert on,
1: you know, what is happening
0: in the parks and recreational centers of the United States. But you have somebody on your cabinet. That's their job. That is so like I get that it's on the letterhead. And that's why we talked about this. Not on the pod because we didn't have a pod four years ago. How, like, the idea of Joe Biden as president felt so comfortable. Like... Too many, yeah. A a president that is not on the news every day. Yeah. That we don't hear from for weeks at a time.
1: Fox News has been fighting so hard to keep him on the news. (laughs) Because if they didn't, he wouldn't be on the news. Yeah.
0: So... I'm not mad at that, I what I am mad at is that I don't think he's the candidate to, for this next evolution of what America needs and should have and deserves and whatnot. Like it just, it, he even said it the first time that he ran that he was gonna be a one-term president. That was his plan, to just come in, restabilize everything and then take two steps back. And now, just like everybody else in America, power has seeped into his brain. Seeped into he, his bowels. And manipulated. His him, old balls. His old
1: balls. Into his thinking old he Delaware must have more. Balls. I can't let go of it.
0: My precious, my precious.
1: We didn't mean to de- de- depress y'all, because y'all, <laughs> hopefully, y'all are drinking with
0: us. But. I know, and it's and it's not depressing, because again, happy that John Stewart is back. I think very much like Taylor Swift being at the uh, at the football games. This is just another way to bring more attention to politics. Great, <laughs>
1: according to Republicans, we'll uh, um, we we'll so do our best to stay up on the the issues that, that y'all <laughs> face in your day to day lives, and then talk about it while we drink tequila. Yeah. But uh, let's switch gears a little bit to one of us doesn't know what we're talking about okay i'm gonna throw a few words out at you is this like a rorschach test maybe yes let's let's run it that way okay okay i'm just mind is clear okay eyes are closed geneva convention vroom vroom in the boom boom car uh who's gonna drive you home tonight Proportionizing. Ooh. Say it again. Proportionizing. Idiom.
0: <laughs> okay. Do any of these words mean anything to you? Uh, no,
1: I <laughs> thought you were having a stroke.
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, this week in drag waste drama, oh, damn, I didn't have the laugh pulled up. Let me, let me, RuPaul laugh. Uh, here we go. This week in Drag
1: Race Drama. Calm down, Rue. It's not that funny. Bro. Bro, Chill. All right. Um,
0: <laughs> this last, this most recent week, um, things were happening. Yes, and as uh, if you're listening to this and you do watch Drag Race, know that we're recording this on Friday, so I'm not talking about what just happened, but what happened before that. Geneva Vroom Car, who is the first South Texas Latina on uh, Drag Race fr- from Brownsville. The first Mexicana. Respect. The first Mexicana, because we've had other Latinas, but they were like American-born. She was born uh, across, came over illegally as a child. She is DACA, all that jazz. Um, got eliminated. How we feel about that. (laughs) To be fair, this is episode like four or five, and she had been in the bottom two for three times. (laughs) So she was not doing well,
3: we'll say that.
0: And her biggest issue is this idea of proportionizing. Okay. So. Proportionizing is a concept that was first brought to us, uh, to the Drag Race uh, fandom, through Eureka. Eureka, who is one of the most famous plus-size um, drag queens of RuPaul cool. fame, uh, also had a show on HBO called We're Here with uh, Shangela and, um, Bob and
1: Bob the Drag Queen. Bob the Drag Queen. Bob the Drag Queen. Cool. Yes. Um See, like, I'm just, Bob. brief aside, I love the creativity of a lot of the drag queens' names. But more than that, I love the subversive ones. So, Bob the Drag Queen, that's just... Bob ah. the Drag
0: Queen was hysterical. uh, Had this one moment in in an interview where they were, like, talking about, like, her name. And she was like, well, you know, it's because I really like my father, so I had to take his name. The Drag Queen. To bet. (laughs) And... um, and is a fantastic stand-up comedian. Cool. Like, look up Bob the Drag Queen. It's Urgh. hysterical. But Eureka, who was a big girl, introduced this concept of proportionizing. Just because you're a big girl doesn't mean that you can't still make yourself have proportionate curves, right? So maybe you're big around the belly, right? Yeah. So what you're going to do is you're going to add more padding to the hips and to the shoulders to create this hourglass effect, even though you are big around the belly, right? Proportionizing. Proportionizing. Geneva room room card just did not failed know at that. completely failed poor thing that D- didn't know how to pad too just, much just ass. looked like a tu- no just looked like a like a like a tube. like a like a tube Damn. like a, like a stuffed sock Damn. um and so then would wear these outfits that just didn't fit right right because she got a big butt but she didn't do anything to like accommodate for that and so like it would hike up on the back and then right. it just was too short and it was just off it was just off poor thing but they and finally And she lip synced for her life against my, my, I don't remember this bitch's name, but she's the flip queen. She's also a big girl from Miami. When you
1: mean the flip queen, what does that mean? Flips. Like she does flips. Flips. You ain't got to see it. I know what a flip is. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no,
1: no, (laughs) no. Yeah. Geneva looks like uh, she's just having a good time in her like apartment by herself. (laughs) (laughs) And and not on drag race, and not
0: on drag race for the third, maybe fourth time. I've lost count, but she's her in the bottom. Life. But here's the thing she's been in the bottom for like three or four times and has managed to beat the other girl three or four times. She just couldn't against Maya. I mean, you know, as you
1: go up the ladder, the competition gets stiffer.
0: That's right. So, poor thing. Um gong gong and i think the only reason that she wasn't eliminated the last week and we didn't talk about this because you weren't here was because mirage the other girl who was in the bottom didn't know the words to the song. Mm. And mm. That, and that mm. is a hard no no in Mama Ru's house. I mean clearly. They get these tracks weeks months <laughs> in advance and you know you should learn the words just in case cuz you never know what can happen. So there was mirage just doing like watermelon watermelon, <laughs> watermelon. and it was clockable and like That is the sternest RuPaul face I had seen where she was like, Mirage, Shashay, away. You goddamn bitch who didn't bother to learn the words of the song. Uh, So that is uh, your lesson on proportionizing. I love it. And Uh, Geneva Room Room card. Talk to me.
1: No, we can cut that. No, talk to me. Okay. So do you know what this weekend is?
0: It's All Star Weekend.
1: Yeah. The only reason I know what this is. All right. I'm putting this out there. Is
0: because when I went to... To work at the Houston Galleria at the Mac store. Mm-hmm. This was right after All-Star Weekend had happened in Houston. Yeah, that was And a good they one. talked about how for a solid six, seven hours, you could not see the floor of the Houston Galleria because of how many people were in that mall. Yeah. And that's where I learned that it has something to do with basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And is important to a lot of people.
1: Yeah, it's uh, in the it's we that's are got. we no that was uh, <laughs> that was brilliant and that's actually probably better than anything I'm about to say. Uh, <laughs> essentially, we're at the middle point of the NBA season, and so what they do is they take about a little like seven day week break or so, uh, and they play the All Star game, which is all for fun. And there's some awards to be won. Uh, Victor Wembanyama, mm-hmm. he's in a couple. Uh, I know that name. He's in a couple uh, of the events. Wimby.
0: Wemby. Whom he's... I recently saw play because, again, I, I discovered that I have live TV, uh, okay. apparently, that and didn't know that I did for a very long time. And there just happened to be a Spurs game on. Mm. And uh, after we finished watching American Fiction, which everyone needs to go watch, and uh, we watched it for a solid, like, six minutes, and that man is freakishly tall. Freakishly. The way he just, like, much. stands there and he's like, all you little people
1: it's like an, <laughs> it's like an 8th grader against 5th graders it, no it's like a
0: senior against 5th graders Sure, high school senior against 5th yeah. graders and it's it's out of
1: control so uh, it's all star weekend I'm gonna be watching that and uh, yeah it's just something you don't know about but you knew en- enough about enough. So. we'll talk about it next week cool. you'll tell me more that I don't know sure and, and uh, that'll be that so let's uh, talk about what's going down no no
0: Shit we saw on the social medias. It's on how much social. program. I think you put this in here? Yeah, I did. Okay. Tell, talk to me because I don't know what this means. Shout out to the Greeks. Yeah. Um Okay for po, po, in, po, po, for inventing um the democracy outfit, democracy
2: for mm, not no
0: for not having a shout out to the greeks for not having a word for homosexuality it was just sexuality that's really on point yeah they what were talking about they would just sleep it was common knowledge that you would sleep with whoever it was that you were attracted to and that was just called fucking it was just, yeah. You, you fucking them. Are you fucking me not? Or you probably fucking a few people actually probably shout out to the Greeks for polygamy.
1: Uh, no, this is just something that came up on social media. Uh, it's 2024. And sometimes these things are still resonant because whereas as much as America annoys us and frightens us and complicates our lives, sometimes it's still worthy to put into perspective, just certain things. Uh, Greece legalized same-sex marriage today. So, yeah. Greece legalized
0: same-sex marriage today despite the fact of having centuries of same-sex... Okay, but this is marriage. The institution of marriage that was brought along by the Catholics.
1: Okay. And they're like Greek Orthodox? They don't play. Then shout out to the Greeks. Yeah. Okay. That's all it is. That's what we're doing here. We're saluting. Uh, what do they say? Opa! 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 To the Greeks. Uh, if only we had.
0: What did the Greeks drink? What is their drink of choice? It's a, it's a clear liquor. It is. It's um not completely.
1: Put a marker point and then let's look it up. No. I've, I've seen my big fat Greek wedding too much to I not agree. know this. Liquor. Greek.
0: Greek. Greeks. Drink (laughs) different types of like ozo ozo yeah ozo ozo yeah mastica no that's ozo ozo okay well we're drinking tequila because we're Mexican opa Opa! and let's get out of (laughs) here that was quick moving on for what is going down in the DMs we have some fans out there and by fans I mean one
1: yeah shout out to the homie crystal.
0: Okay, the homie Crystal sent me this thing, and shout out to the homie Crystal for being explicit. Oh, oh, oh! There's the baby. There's the baby. It was my fault. I hit the door. How dare you? It's fine. She'll shut up in a moment. Um, the baby, the baby is is is, is my dog. For anyone that's listening, to no, it is a baby. <laughs> Call
1: CPS right now. <laughs> the baby will shut up in a moment.
0: Yeah. Um. Crystal sent me this uh, and was very explicit being like, for the pod. So
1: shout that out. No, that's a big shout out. Yeah. Because I still get a lot of things after I post, like the notification, like, hey, hit us up, let me know. Flooded inbox, not a single like, hey, for the pod.
0: Need to know. Otherwise, we just think you being a homie. Yeah. Uh, Which is fine. You can. But if you want us to talk about it on the pod. So Nickelodeon does Super Bowl. Did you see it? I sent it to you? Yes. Okay. Uh, Uh, When Crystal sent this to me, I was like. The fuck am I looking at? I don't even know. And so apparently, as the Super Bowl was happening, Nickelodeon was also airing the Super Bowl, but. but they had like their fake Nickelodeon character, like when they would cut to the um t- to the announcers or to like the Sideline audience reporters. They would have you know like uh, the the Rugrats in the in the in the stadium. Um, Patrick, Star- Patrick, Patrick, not Patrick Star, Patrick, Patrick, the starfish, Patrick, the starfish, not to be confused with Patrick Star, the makeup artist um, <laughs> and SpongeBob were the announcers for this. Dora was there. Dora was there. I mean, the VIP of N.I.C.K. Uh, yeah. were there. And I don't. Remember anything like this ever happening when I was a child? But also, I didn't watch the Super Bowl when I was a child, so I don't know if Nickelodeon was doing that. I would it, you have cared more about the Super Bowl if it had? Absolutely not, because okay. this it wasn't even like it
1: was like a fever dream.
0: It wasn't even the actual represent right. It wasn't like they got the artists that originally drew you know SpongeBob SquarePants. Come no, it looked like the AI generated version of SpongeBob yeah. and Patrick and Dora Like it was wild, voiced by the fourth string. Uh, spongebob and patrick and dora somebody at nickelodeon dropped a little too much lsd into the coffee pot
1: and this is what we got yeah it's out of control that's I thought the Puppy Bowl was out of control. No. The Nickelodeon... What is the Puppy Bowl? Oh, my God. You really don't know what the Puppy Bowl... Oh, oh, you never watched the Super Bowl. I don't watch the Super Bowl. So I want to say it's been around for like 20 to 25 years. But at a certain point, what happened was uh, Animal Planet, maybe it was it? Uh, Sure. Along with the Super Bowl during halftime... (laughs) They came up with this thing called the Puppy Bowl. That is desperate. It is adorable <laughs> as shit. So is there rules to this? No. Is it really just like people get p- p- like imprinting personalities on puppies while they play around with sports memorabilia? 90,000%. So, what would you watch? Puppy oh, Puppy Bowl all
0: day. Or Ursher? Oh, Puppy Bowl. Okay.
1: I mean, but, I mean, like, there's so many things that would fucking take <laughs> Puppy Bowl would win over. Okay. Oppenheimer, I'd take I'd pick Puppy Bowl. <laughs> American
0: Fiction was a better movie. Oh, probably. Saying it, or it.
1: really, I would say, okay, if you stand by that,
0: then I'm. I I'm, stand by that. American Fiction was a much better movie. Heard. In, yeah, yeah, yeah we derailed. Uh, so the other thing that the Homie Crystal. This sent us, was not like just pod specific, but uh I think it's a moment, man. Did you
1: watch the old X-Men cartoon?
0: Yes, the 1990s X-Men cartoon. Yes. Yeah. So, Marvel Studios is bringing it back. I know. It's been in our calendar for a while. Do you know how excited my husband is? For Did this? you see the trailer? No. Honey,
1: there's a trailer.
0: <laughs> I mean market let's watch <laughs> market none we're watching now yeah no I mean but mark the time and bring in your husband okay okay so we're gonna play for those of you that don't know we're welcoming uh truly my husband truly on the pod and uh truly is a huge x-Men super fan uh, ultra nerd comics and ultra 90s nerd? movies comics 90s cartoons movies all of it we have so much x-men stuff that has been acquired constantly going to watch the movies with this man uh the x-men movies with this man was uh both highly enlightening and also sometimes frustrating because he'd lean over and be like well in the comics what happened was blah, 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 blah. and it's like yeah yeah you're mike's life by the way
1: can you turn this on though okay, okay. okay. before you and so
0: Check check, got it. Cool. cool. So, um X-Men ninety seven was actually in our calendar because of when he thought the debut date was. And so on that day, we were on Disney Plus being like, Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Couldn't find it. Apparently he got the date
2: wrong. Damn. You, you missed no, I the whole moment. Back. No, I no it, got it got pushed back. back. There there's yeah, been it, like constant readjustments yeah. to the okay. release
1: date. Play the shit. Okay, here we go. Corey's already having a moment, I can see it. It was such a sad moment. Corey got a boner. Eee!
3: Oh! He's so excited!
2: Mm. Okay. Mm. Oh my god, the theme. Chills. Okay, okay, okay. I see a seven-year-old yes, boy. mohawk. Mohawk storm. Yes. <gasps> Oh, bitch. I mean, it's only a gasp moment if you don't know.
0: Well, I didn't know. Okay, so this is one of my favorite things about my husband is seeing him light up like a seven-year-old boy. Like a Christmas tree. Like a a seven-year-old boy on Christmas. Yeah. All right, thoughts, comments, reactions.
1: How's your heart, friend?
2: Um, I mean... It's definitely a little pulsy because I have not watched it. I heard the trailer dropped. I saw all the social media hype and I've just avoided it because I don't know. But I'm excited. I love that there's a bridge in the animation style mm-hmm. of like the last couple seasons, they did change a little bit. And so it was very noticeable to the fan base that it was like not the original animators. Um, Because technology had advanced so much, you know, in animation from the start to the... not entirely sure the why. I don't think it was entirely tech. I think it was like they hired new writers and animators and they tried to do things with the storyline that eventually led to like it just kind of fizzled out. Um, And the changing of the animation style was a big reaction. Uh, So this style of animation is different, but still, like, a good bridging point.
0: Hmm.
1: On a scale from 1 to 10, how wet are you? 8. Okay, that's very wet. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, vo- the
3: voice is calm. It's <laughs> steady.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <The> <laughs> but, 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 and sure. But eager. Steady, but sure. But eager and would. Uh-huh. Would.
0: <laughs> I mean, so,
2: yes. And I did... Would
1: and also would. Yeah. I saw...
2: Um, like on a ready Facebook, to bust it open, a Facebook group that I'm in posted a picture of the morph thing, and I went through and read a bunch of the reaction points to like oh, yeah, the controversy thing. about morph being non binary, and I have not commented because I just like to read it, I don't get involved in whatever. I'll very rarely get involved in these like fan base spaces, but um, yeah, it was interesting to see people like throwing such a tantrum over it because it's like some of you don't realize that you are the bigoted mentality that is all x-men are gay just bt dubs yeah like there's a big they, metaphor they're for being gay convey oh. they're fluid a giant metaphor yeah. well it's like um it's so of course the exception of like
0: No, the one hundred percent is a metaphor for being gay. Yeah, in your pubescent years, you discover that you're different from everybody else, and so then you get outcasted, and then have to go live with other people that are different from you, and these are
2: your chosen family. It's a metaphor for being gay. Some of you are beautiful, like the twinks, and some of you are ugly, (laughs) like the morlocks. You are all still different, and so like there's there's... even
0: a bear in Beast.
2: Yeah, and it's totally queer metaphor. They do touch uh, on Mystique a race relation, but they is, do it like specifically is through is trans characters. representation. 1, she changes back and forth between She's male to female, well. female mm-hmm. without shame. She's the only one. She, magenta. Uh, magenta. <laughs> Magneto. She <laughs> That's is a well-known lesbian icon. She changed into a male form to then have sex with her female lover so that they can conceive a child. You know, so it's like, any any character it. that is an empath is automatically gay because you can't be an empath and be Ooh, straight. Hot take. What? Hot, hot take Xavier exactly an an and Magneto were Or if
1: you are a witchy chick, you know what I'm saying, on like the south side of San Antonio and you buy <laughs> crystals and shit and <laughs> claim to be an empath, you might be. He, he might be gay.
2: Might well, be gay. And, like <laughs> the the justification for it is like if you read enough of the comic books, you, you realize that like. The empath fills the emotions. The emotions don't have gender. So if you are some, picking vibes up off of people and they're all love and good vibes, you're going to confuse that with attraction from time to time. And that's not always going to be coming off of a person of the opposite sex. So they're pan. I mean, yeah, whatever it is, <laughs> it's not hetero. It's not pure hetero. Yes. And that's where it's like, there's huge metaphors upon metaphors upon metaphors in... Mm. No,
3: okay,
1: Storm's mohawk made many women a lesbian. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Well, Rock and, Storm. Okay, so that was and the And many, many gay boys questioning their own sexuality.
2: Where Storm took off to Japan. She left the X-Men for a while mm-hmm. and went and ran around Japan with a lesbian lover. What did I say? X-Men alternate. nerd Well, it's coming, Corey. So, I mean, so
3: am I. <laughs> yeah. right,
0: Wait. What so, what is, is a, this
1: thing about Marvel Jesus? So, the other thing about what's happening with the Marvel Studios right now is the Deadpool trailer finally drops. Ah,
2: I haven't seen that. seen that either. Okay. All right,
1: fired up. Let's go. The yeah,
0: the, the official Wait, trailer. Are we
2: done? I have so much more about '97. <laughs>
0: We will have our, uh, once this drops, we'll have our uh, senior X-Men 97 correspondent uh, coming in to give hot takes.
1: Yeah, episode by episode. (laughs) If
0: they are so inclined. I have nerd level blue
2: balls. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Here we go.
1: We cannot let the listener not know that Truly is making a face that is like, if he smelled a
2: fart, but maybe liked the fart. I mean, (laughs) I just feel like the trailer didn't really tell us anything. It's a teaser.
3: Well, I think there were some, the different locations were Easter eggs because they're going back through the different
0: movies. Dom, I'm going to need you to speak into the microphone if you're going to be commenting.
1: You got it.
2: The timeline Mm -hmm. thing is obvious of like, okay, okay, he, we saw the the TVA. Open, he got pulled into the TVA, informed about some shit, and now he's got to come save our MCU universe. Did
3: we see Dr. Doom?
0: Because I thought I saw Dr. Doom. That's one of the things people
1: are talking about.
3: It's unconfirmed.
1: (laughs) Let's
0: see if we can get a still
1: frame. It very much looks like Dr. Doom, but he's doing very non-Doom things. Non-Doom things?
3: Yeah, and I just meant specifically, there's several scenes from Logan, like several sets from Logan that you see. Oh,
1: Yes. Welcome to the nerd moment of our podcast. <laughs> so then we it's, also been have to it's been, yeah, it been a like while. Figure out like
2: where in the timeline in the the end of Loki, right? Where is this? Yes,
0: because Loki definitely ends in a very finality.
1: You're right after that, go back. No, you're so, so keep
3: going. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't
1: popped up yet. A happy ending. There. 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 Oh, that's
0: Dr. Doom. It's not. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. Mm. That's someone who looks very Doom-ish. Doom-ish. But Mm he's
3: just holding a machine gun. Or, I don't think that might be. Okay, all right. That's either, like, early
2: early Um, development, terrible, like, he hasn't had his costume made, Doom, or... Right, like, all of season one of Daredevil. and, And Doom would not use a gun.
3: Exactly. exactly. That's my point.
2: He's far too, like... Dope.
1: Well, Fine. No. Then it's well, like would Galactus too, use a yeah, 9 he's million? He's
3: too posh. Like, Fine. Yeah. And yeah it's he The, he thinks the rapper himself that used the a Doctor <laughs> Doom mask.
1: Yeah, it's MF Doom. It's MF they brought Doom. brought back MF Doom, <laughs> and I, either way, I'm here for it.
2: <laughs> Yo, shout out. Doom. Put it in all caps when you spell it. Bam. I, I think it's important, like... So I think this movie is going to be... Important yeah. in establishing like where is, where what timeline are the X Men going to show up in? If it is yellow spandex Wolverine, then that means it's nineties reference Wolverine. Uh, you know, I'm, early early X Men. He he was like an off orange and black mm-hmm. Wolverine. That was my my Logan. Uh, I'm a little queefed. The about the exact word.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. what What's the definition of Do you know what a queef that? is? I do. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm a little Did I'm like, is that heart? a good
1: thing or a bad thing? Because I've heard that It's, like, good to release.
2: So. <laughs> I'm a little queefed Yeah. about... The, Continuing. I think you have to bleep that word. Yeah, uh, exactly. I think he was
3: I I Something.
2: You need to pick a different word. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't think you're
3: using that correctly.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, and you I are not. Don't that, mm-hmm.
3: I don't think that means what you think it means. Did your pussy fart?
0: <laughs> your pussy farted over something? Uh, in, in not a good way. Uh, about um, them bringing back Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Like, I think Hugh Jackman has now played Wolverine for... 20 years? 20 years. 20 years.
3: 24 years.
0: Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and Logan made a 100% sense. Okay. Hugh Jackman, if your predictions are right, where this is like 1990s uh, X-Men, Hugh Jackman hmm. as Wolverine. Do you want me to blow your 40 mind? 40 years well, I ago? Think
3: they're going to do the thing that they did for Homeboy for Indiana Jones. Like, they're going to... CGI I him it. young? No. De-age him. No. But it also no. there were the Logan scenes, so it might be just like rewriting his no. exit because everyone hated Logan. No. Or like I the loved credit, the critics hated Logan. I
0: loved Logan. That critics. was one of my favorite critics. X Men movies Eat that a came out. Critics, because right. that's when really dig one star on, on underrated <laughs> favorites.
3: Because yeah, <like> <laughs> Logan, <laughs> <laughs> Logan was when Logan
0: was when X Men was like fine. <laughs> Look, if we're critics getting a could rate be trusted,
2: podcasts never would have happened. That's true. Yeah. So, fuck We're, those guys. All right. Fuck are you going to
1: blow my mind? So, it's. You remember the Tobey Maguire multiverse Spider Man movie? Yes. It might
3: be that. Moment.
1: It's going to be a lot of that, but they're bringing back, like, Elektra from the Daredevil movie. Sure. sure. They're bringing Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. They're bringing back the the young girl who was playing X24. The moment in Flash when you
2: see all of the Supermans, in, yeah, yeah Christopher, like, Christopher like, Reeve, yeah. Them. But oh, you else? saw Flash, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. It was pure like
3: crap. <laughs> it's reminiscent of that, though, but, but better. done better. But who
1: like,
0: else has played Wolverine besides <laughs> no, no, no? no. But
1: uh, but I think that's him him? the I think that's oh. the angle is
3: like and that's why I said it might be a better goodbye to him. It might be a better
1: goodbye, but it also may it could introduce somebody if he really wanted to. I, think I would want to. I mean, or just get and rid of Blade them all together
2: to and make X-23. So I this think shit. if you look at, like, in spoiler alert, I guess, like, if you didn't, y'all have seen the end of Loki, right? Yeah. Are you lying to me? I just looked at you. No, I was just trying to <laughs> lean into the mic and <laughs> say, yeah. Uh, so, like, you know how the timelines all start to, like, evaporate, yeah. whatever? So I think that moment will be captured in this mm-hmm. and hopefully that is how they're going to kill off the fx storyline of like all of those casts of you know uh james marston doing cyclops, cyclops. Ian mckellen mm-hmm. doing magneto like they're going to kill that universe the, the by saying it was absolved <laughs> in the loom situation happening mm-hmm. yep. and that's how i think they will bring in a new, new Wolverine. For new presentation of the X Men. All I can say is, ah!
1: That's how I feel. I'm excited. How, on a scale of one to ten, how wet are you? Twelve. Damn. Rockets and waterfalls. <laughs> Not only is <laughs> it a bring, wood
2: to bring it back to the Beyonce of it all, rockets and waterfalls. I uh, stayed at eight because, like, wow. the nerd in me is excited about like the multi million dollar budgets, but that Disney also, money these fuckers can bastardize anything, Yeah. and so that's where I'm holding back my reservation mm-hmm. of like, who's writing Deadpool? Uh, the same writers of the previous Deadpool. Okay, Deadpool. and
1: they have but, not done us wrong. No. And but, same but same this with is, Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, but this is why it's interesting, is because after... Well, question to, to my two friends here. Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2, y'all saw? Yes. yes. And enjoyed?
2: Yes. yes. Okay. Um, so... I also legit love Ryan Reynolds like in uh, like okay, I think thanks. he's not a great actor. He was more to play. actor. In the you, he's you always talk in the mind. <laughs> talk. He's
3: committed to the lore that's for yes. sure
2: yeah like and he, I think talk he talk is <laughs> in the
3: background
2: <laughs> That's, that's always dumb. She always saying something in the background, expecting to be heard. We were
0: actually just talking about this uh, in relation to y'all's podcast. Spoiler alert, there's gonna be another podcast on Gemini's production. Uh, starring my husband and Rooster's wife and another uh, friend. And we were just talking about like how we can make it work if we have like more than four people in the room. And it's like, yeah, they can share a mic. I'm like, yeah, they can share no, a mic as long as they're Mike. not Dominique. Because mm-hmm. Dominique likes to talk
2: without out pulling the mic to her face. Um, it was talked about in logistics. Yes,
3: shade just unnecessary. Not shade. Unnecessary. Historical
2: facts for those of for, for the long time
3: <laughs> listeners now, of you're this still
0: podcast.
2: Six feet away from the I mic as you're in. trying. For
0: I can in, you can hear For me. the long time <laughs> listeners of this podcast that remember the time that we took a friends trip out to the middle of nowhere and recorded a podcast on our vacation. Half of y'all didn't mo- y'all didn't get to hear half of what Dominique said because she kept not pulling the mic to her face and just being like, Well what I think is blah 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's how it sounds. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's dropping soon. On our podcast,
2: yes. she gets her own
1: mic.
0: She gets her own mic, and uh, I will be much more on top of the production value of it, and it's going to be fantastic.
1: Well, thank you all so much for joining us on After Two Tequilas. We're going to wrap things up now. There we go. <laughs> Starting from top. Boom! That concludes that. All right. Shout out to the homie Crystal for, uh, you know, letting putting <laughs> us up on game for uh, the Marvel MCU and all that nerd shit. Uh, that basically concludes our pod. Thank you all for rocking with us for two hours. Yeah. It went a little long, but we had two weeks to cover. Uh, when I think we covered it all, Dang. you know, in, in,
0: in a pretty substantial way while drinking not great tequila. So bad. I know. Final shot, friend. Fuckin final it. shot, bestie. You know. I I follow this one um, chef on TikTok who is a Asian female chef. um, Talks a lot about how like she was always undermined as a chef because she's female in a male dominated industry. And so like makes these amazing things. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like her final thing, whenever like she's like done, she's like first bite bestie and (laughs) takes the first bite. Like we're besties. So final shot, bestie. Uh, Anything upcoming that you'd like to share? No. Great. Same. I am so looking forward to this three-day weekend. Mm -hmm. I've been in a sprint at work. Uh, So much has had to happen that needs to happen before Tuesday and Monday's a holiday. And so, like, all had to happen today and, like, (sighs) ready. You know what? I'm going to work on my album this weekend. That's what I'm going to do. Do? Just, you know, whatever whatever
1: brings you joy this weekend. I'm going to play some Dead by Daylight. There you go. You know, I'm going to... I'm 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 going to rewatch some old shit. I'm going to. You saw Dark, right? On Netflix? No. Oh, holy shit. Watch Dark. Watch Dark. We're now on season two of Daredevil. Okay, cool. We're sprinting through that. Speaking of sprints. Then don't watch Dark yet. Okay. But Dark is an amazing, like, honestly, uh, I don't know. What's one of your favorite series of all time? Uh, Six Feet Under. It's up there. (laughs) <laughs> I swear okay. to God. On Netflix. On Netflix. It's German, but it's... um, it's, Okay. We'll
0: talk about it offline. I have to have a, uh, be in a special kind of mentality to watch a show with subtitles. Fair. Um, because it requires me to extra concentrate. And a lot of the times when I'm watching TV, I'm trying to not concentrate. No, I got that. I'm trying to use as little of my brain power as possible because my brain... I use a lot of it.
1: Um, but we want to thank everyone who's been rocking with us and, uh, season two of after two tequilas. And while we're abusing our livers for you, uh, (sighs) we, we genuinely do thank you all so much for listening and liking and subscribing. Uh, please be sure that, uh, you ever want to reach out to us, you can do so by sending us your, que- your, your queefs. Your queefs. Don't your, send you, us your queefs. You know what? Matter of fact, send them. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Send us your comments, tweets, and upcoming <laughs> exciting things to check out, or your general disappointments about this show to after the number two tequila shots at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, R-O-O-S-T-M-T-Z, or you can follow Chibi at... Gemini's G E M I N E Y E
0: S. Our theme music has got to go on... By John Preston and Bouncy Walk by Mood Mode. Like, subscribe, rate, review, share wherever you can. It really helps us get the word out. Let's get out of here. Thank y'all. Good night.